0: Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com/eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com, where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. I'll go ahead and mention, and we can mention it again later if we need to. Um. We're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube on Wednesdays at 9 30 and you can subscribe like follow us there or on iTunes or Spotify. I'm still behind in getting those things the the past shows up but I'm going to get it done in the next before the end of the year. I'm going to get it. I'm determined. I'm speaking it into being as okay. we were just talking about. <laughs> so um, yeah. hopefully hopefully it's, everything's going on YouTube. I was going to double check um, because I had a glitch a minute ago. Is it going... I can't tell. So um,
1: <laughs> technical difficulties are widespread. You and I we have talked about that off and on over the past few weeks and tonight. Yes. Technology for most everybody. Can I get an amen out in the chat room? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can get <laughs> one here. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing,
1: yeah, I'm hearing everywhere from everyday stuff like appliances doing weird stuff that makes no sense, all the way to you know computer and internet gla- glitches and cell phone glitches are every freaking where, all the way out to um, in, uh, assumed ET extraterrestrial technology is coming on strong and being really weird. Um, not that it was ordinary in the first place, but what I'm saying is the whole spectrum of what we understand as, as technology is being really strange lately.
0: Yeah, and, I, and, and 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 why is that? I mean, we might know that it's happening, but why is it doing that?
1: That is a good question. My uh, intuitive thought, as well as intellectual thought, is because the intellectual and spiritual and and collective vibration, the the geological vibration of the earth itself, the gener um, the the vibes generated by the human body, by trees, by animals, by politics, by societies, the Schumann resonance is a typical um, expression or measurement of that is uh-huh. so uh, powerful right now. And not all of it is in sync right now. It's in, not all of it is in synchronization right now that it's really hard for technologies that rely on continuity to whoop, <laughs> drop off and come back in or come in too strong and suddenly dive down and then come back to stasis. All right. So basically the same reason the, the Schumann, Schumann residents can predict when human, the collective human emotions, collective human energies go way high. Uh-huh. One example would be 9-11. Okay, all around the world, people reacted strongly to that. Schumann residents, and there are Schumann residents groups that actually watch the daily, hourly Schumann residents um, readouts. You can actually see them and go, and when stuff happens, if you go, you can see peaks and it all turns white instead of the normal green, <clears throat> all kinds of cool stuff. But uh, a lot of that waffling, I think, is what's throwing off all other technologies because. Technology is already naturally plugged into the um, concept of unity and everything reacting as one. Uh, yeah. um, Electromagnetism, the sun, there's supposed to be sunspots going. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure the sun doesn't actually make that noise, but technically,
0: it's about as close as I can <laughs> Oh I am looking for our event on Facebook and I am not
1: <clears throat> I found it. It, I found it on YouTube.
0: Yeah but I don't know why it's not on Facebook So what I want to do, I don't want I want to be I want to be me I can't find ugh, no exit yeah. Okay. I wonder
1: so, if I was messing around in there if I messed up something.
0: No, I don't know how you could. i well, not on compass, but I wonder if I did something
1: that I don't know what I was doing.
0: Well, if I if
1: to share. Oh, uh, our banner says, sorry, we're having trouble playing this video.
0: That's the video that you have up there that sometimes it doesn't play right, but it was playing for me. So, again. Um, <laughs> And what I will do.
1: Yep, people are telling me they can't get it off of Facebook. They're, they're, um, they're struggling.
0: I've got to find the YouTube link and I'll send it. Um, so, Deborah, be I'm patient with us. Anybody else that is watching? Watching, I think watching with us. Yes, we'll try. We'll get everybody on board. And
1: uh, spread that out just a little bit.
0: Yeah, there we go. I posted the link on the page. Yes, it's coming up there. So to go to YouTube. I don't know why it did that. But, you know, it was funky because it did um, something when we were starting. It it was like when I started it, it was like your program time has expired. And (laughs) and And I don't know why. But I don't, I don't know why it's. Do I? See, oh, you know, and then you hit yeah. one button wrong, and it does something crazy. Something supposed to, right? Now. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Um, but let's move along because uh, we're eating our time, and and yeah. uh, don't want to take up the few people that are are here. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah. We always enjoy the. Um, People who return to us every week, and we welcome new people. Please do comment and join in the conversation. Ask questions, make comments, anything like that. Um, the comments are over there. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Yeah, over there. In I just need right-handed, and then I'll <laughs> know. Yeah. Um, we. Um, tonight's program is about paganism and christianity (laughs) and other um related solstice all of those things that are kind of related and um how a lot of our traditions for christmas have come from other historic sources and we're not here to criticize pagans right. and we're not here to criticize Christians. Right. We just find it interesting and even somewhat comical how the things go together and it's like the the things that happen that people will say at Christmas time that you go if you knew what that meant. <laughs>
1: Yeah sometimes you know devout uh religious people have no idea Yes they speak, they speak uh, like certain Christians they do speak against Christianity
0: Yeah and they
1: hold up a symbol that is 100% pagan Yeah such as a Christmas tree or Santa Claus
0: Right and don't um you know, the and we irony. don't want to because a lot of people are afraid of pagans they think oh they worship the devil oh they're evil and that's just popping no. up and right. it's, you know it's an appreciation of nature um and in the um, old ways yeah and 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 it's it, it, people always if they don't understand it it's the devil it's got the devil in it <laughs>
1: They fear it. What they don't understand, they fear.
0: Yeah.
1: So we've got to, we have, as humans in general, we have got to relearn that. Um, a friend of ours requoted something I said last week. She said, "Just because I don't understand you is not a good enough reason to kill you." Yes. And that's a lot of words to, for, <laughs> but they mean the same thing. Just because we don't understand something doesn't mean you're supposed to kibosh it
0: right right um it's an old habit and and i i want to show this because i saw this um on facebook today um there is (laughs) i laughed it was it's the web the group is just where people are supposed to post pictures that they see that you know let's post happy stuff and all this and then i was like oh that's a cute picture and then i realized all the symbolism you've got the little buddha there praying yeah then you've got i don't know is it the pillsbury Doughboy? i think he's a a, gingerbread
1: cookie
0: okay because he's got a hat on too but he's he's holding a christmas tree yeah which is a which is pagan yeah and the gingerbread also comes back from ancient long ago if it's gingerbread or if it's Pillsbury doughboy god only knows That's and then, yeah and then you got the candy cane in the background which uh-huh. is uh ho 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 randy um <laughs> as uh then you've got the uh candy cane that um I'm glad you found your thing Margo, the the description of the bastardization
1: Um, of candy into a religious symbolism that is macabre and bloody as literally as hell yeah (laughs) um yeah i read that and i was like really a sweet little old lady gave it to me um it begins with pure white for the virgin birth pardon pure what (laughs) letter j uh that's Kind of that's a stretch. Uh yeah, like a shepherd, that, that's still a stretch. But here the third par- fourth paragraph to remember the awful price of Jesus, red to tell the bloody shed, stripes to show his scourgings, and a large red stripe for his bloodshed on the cross by nails and spear. Made us help made to help us remember the costly love of Jesus. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, woo. Iris, take that off the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, really? You teach your children that mutilating and bloodshedding and scourging and nails and 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 torture and murder?
0: Here, kids, have a candy cane. <laughs> here.
1: Here's your candy cane so you can always remember. <laughs>
0: You're stuck on the blood of Jesus. <laughs> You're stuck on Blood of Jesus, it's
1: in a J -J shape (laughs) too.
0: J is for Jesus, so pure and (laughs) (laughs) white. Let's just qualify it a little bit. Probably 10 or 15 years ago, it smacked me in the head. I'm like, why do Christians and and I say that as a quasi Christian myself? I've, I've, I've been there, let me put it that you
1: way. You still Christ, you're, you're not a traditional Christian,
0: yeah. So, why do they hang around their necks or use earrings or whatever crosses? That is a symbol of torture. It's a torture and execution device. And that's all it is. And, and, oh, <laughs> I'm going to hang around my neck.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're reinforcing Jesus suffered. So you better behave is what they're trying to reinforce. When I celebrate Christianity in written form or whatever, I use the um, fish symbol. Yeah. The, the, the simplified fish. The, the incomplete um, infinity symbol.
0: Of course, I like the fish symbol with the feet.
1: You know, the Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> my brother had that on his car. You know, the fish that had the word Jesus crammed in it. He had the fish with the feet with the word Darwin crammed in it.
0: Yes, I've got one of those.
1: <laughs> and we got flack for it too in different states. It was interesting.
0: I don't have it on my car. I just got it for,
1: for your, for your own entertainment. Uh, your yes. <laughs> yeah, you. You. We live in the South. That might be dangerous. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, coexist. Yeah. I mean, coexist. But uh yeah, the 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 a candy cane went down a really dark hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and who came up with that? I mean, the fact that somebody said uh, because it can't be true.
1: No, it's not. The candy cane was invented a long time ago when candy was made more and more popular for this particular holiday, which is candy became a part of this way back hundreds and hundreds of years ago in that pagan tradition. But as candy became a part of decorating trees, that used to be, you know, nuts and fruits and apples and berries and a little bit of candle eventually came later. And we'll talk more about, you know, the apple part of that. But as candy became more uh, a part of that tradition, candy makers Turned it into a hook to make it hangable on the ca- uh, you know make it hangable on the branch. Uh, it's you know by association that it became the letter J. The letter J. <laughs> so. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: shepherds too. <laughs> <laughs> reaching a little
1: bit. <laughs> of people reaching, reaching, reaching.
0: I bet the little drummer boy used them for drumming them. The, I bet somebody could get yeah, them around and use, use them use the it it
1: for a <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> use, it, use them for pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting sacrilegious at this point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> really. One of my favorite uh, 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 cartoons is um, the, a manger scene. Yeah. And the camel's got a bubble above his head. And it says, hey, Mary, guess what day it is? (laughs) Shut up, camel.
1: (laughs) That's referring to an oldie but goodie.
0: And have you ever seen the Mr. Bean? You know, Mr. Bean. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, look up the one where he's Christmas shopping. Oh. He invade. They have this beautiful manger scene set up, and he's looking at it. And he ends up bringing in like a, a tank. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the, and, the, and yeah. You know, well, first of all, it's sheep, and they're going by, and he's bah, bah. and then it's like the the he brings the shepherd's ring. you know, <laughs> and it goes on and on till he's got a helicopter coming in for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Bean's awesome British yes. humor, terrific. Yes, <laughs>
0: we've got
1: two two more newbie people joining us. Carrie Root, hi, Carrie. Yeah, Liz is back again too. Hi, ladies. Namaste. Liz, did Namaste. you
0: see the part about uh, the candy canes that we just she talked did. about? Yeah.
1: Liz, did you hear the whole thing with it? We guffawed over and snorted about <laughs> <laughs> candy canes. We're revisiting that for some reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> but moving on, we've got oh, other yeah. things that we want to talk about. So tons
1: of Christian traditions that can be rerouted. Yeah.
0: And just to read, I, don't yeah. know, I want to read a little bit about, um, to, to give a background, a foundation. Yeah. There was, um, when, okay, first of all, you've got the winter solstice. And that's December 21st, just like the summer solstice is the longest day of the year. The 21st of December is the shortest day of the year. And that's scientific. There's nothing woo-woo about it. It just is. Okay, so uh, around that, about 500 BC, before Christ, (laughs) um, they start, and they think maybe even longer than that, saturnalia was celebrated and that was a holiday for ancient romans and it was named for the god saturn uh they had feasts lots of food they gave gifts and uh, they had a brief sense of equality because the masters and the servants switched places which places and, um, so it was a way of of honoring those that serve and all that um so By then the way, there
1: was cross-dressing and men and women switched roles as well in almost every area of life I oh. have fun thinking about that
0: <laughs> yeah. hmm. right. uh, so then fast forward um, in jesus's birthday wasn't initially a holiday because they didn't know jewish well jewish cultures didn't celebrate birthdays right um Jesus and jewish <laughs> right. and so a few centuries later the church leaders added it to the calendar but or wanted to add it to the calendar but they had to pick a day so what happened was uh, in 275 AD, so this is almost a thousand years after where well, they've been they've been practicing Saturnalia, uh, an emperor in Rome consecrated the temple of Sol Invictus, creating a holiday called Birthday of the Sun S U N, and so that and that was on December 25th, and
1: then. Keep in mind December 25th, before the, the uh, Western before the um, before science and ast- ast- astrology got taken off, December 25 was the first day after the 21st that with the human eye you could see a difference in the sun coming back. Ah, gotcha. But for a long time they thought solstice was on the 25th, because that was the first time that the human eye from the surface of the earth could see a difference in the time of when the sun broke the horizon. Good point. So there's, there's a, yeah, there's a three day, there is a three day lag, which we know because the sun actually uh, revol has its own uh, evolutionary path, not evolutionary, revolutionary, path, revolving path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the slowest, shortest day, it takes it three days to go through the bottom of the turn before it starts going up towards the longest days. Uh, the days get short again, and it's three days, three days of longest, and three days of shortest. Twenty-one to twenty-five in this case. In this
0: case, um, and then in three hundred and fifty, A.D., the po- uh, Pope Julius officially declared December twenty-fifth as the birthday of Christ. Um, but we know that, like the Scripture says, shepherds watched their flocks <clears throat> by night. They watched their flocks during lambing season, which would be in the springtime. Right. So um, in Rome in the 4th century, they had three big holidays going on. They had Saturnalia still going on. Mm-hmm. Then they had this Dies Natalis soul Invictus. Latin
1: thingy, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then they had the Dies Natalis of the Christ, which was the... So, you had all this cross pollination going on because they were celebrating three different holidays basically on this at the same time. Um, as Christians moved north from Rome, then you started getting influx from other cultures, uh, the German,
1: Bavarian, the uh, Nordic, yeah, uh,
0: and then, um and the festival of lights was welcoming back the sun because you know they did it during the darkest time of the year and they'd have lights or candles or what you know they didn't have electricity you couldn't plug in a lamp but trying
1: to invite the sun to come back
0: yes um and so uh, evergreens um life endures
1: life endures
0: and so that's why they honored the evergreens saw a cartoon i didn't bother um putting it in the stream, but all these leafy trees are standing around, and one of them says, let's get naked, and they all drop their leaves, and then it's like, Douglas, what's going on with you? (laughs) 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 You know, you got all these naked friends I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) conform. So. Yeah, you got it. You know, the the evergreens, they they honored those. Um they
1: Well, they honored all all trees in general. Yeah. Which kind of rolls you towards no pun intended, the yule log.
0: Yes, and let me Okay, so log, people again. might be familiar with the 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 bakery type thing. I made one of those one year. Um Uh, And and notice it was just one year because I wasn't going to keep doing it. I saw this one, this poor little one. I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Something that got pooped and
1: got sad, (laughs) (laughs) like a defeated Muppet poop. A poop Muppet. But
0: but but typically, this is more of what you saw when they were getting the Yule log. They go and find this huge tree. And a community it it get it. for at least, well, some wanted it to burn for 12 days, 12 days of Christmas kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, but tell the story you were telling me, Margo.
1: What um, the story I learned about the Yule Log was as a community, the village would go into the woods and find the biggest tree they could to chop down and everyone would haul it back which is what you're seeing in this in this drawing right here to the center of town and this would and they would cut out the uh, you know the trunk the biggest piece of the trunk that they could to burn for days and days and the tradition is for those however long the log burned they could party and i do mean debauchery left and right um, this includes the role reversal uh, of cross-dressing and transgender and um, uh, Bacchus and food and wine and sex and social laws and criminal laws were temporarily on hold. We're talking all out chaos, happy chaos, uh, <laughs> a <lot of> drinking <laughs> drinking is a very, very, very important part of this holiday for hundreds of years. It still oh,
0: is, because we that's
1: have to endure right. our family We're maintaining that. But <laughs> as long as your Yule log burned, and yes, there is euphemisms in here.
0: <laughs> uh, Yule also was uh J-U-L-E was a god. Yeah. In some areas. Well, and I'm God of the Yeah, in Latin. So yeah. it was like phallic
1: symbol people (laughs) people as long as you got your yule log burning (laughs) as long as that baby was burning you could do all the the whole town could do all the debauchery it wanted with no repercussions so of course they wanted to keep the yule in yule time (laughs) which is also known as odin And his eight-legged horse and his, the wolves. You see, uh, we didn't get to talk about that. Wolves are a part of the Christmas celebration. See the dogs behind him and below him? Yeah. They were the predecessors to the Krampus. They went out there when Odin found a bad person or a bad child or a bad evil spirit or somebody who did wrong. The wolves were the ones that actually went down and did the biting and killing. Ah. Odin told them what to do and Odin could hit you with his whip or his stick but if he really wanted to kill you he sent his demon dogs to hunt you down in a pack and there was no way you're going to get away so but that was the origin of the Krampus. Krampus eventually took over the role of taking care of the bad kids and Santa was the um Personality split, basically.
0: <laughs> Odin became a. Are you a good Santa or a bad Santa? Oh.
1: I'm sure you can hear that at Santa Cons. <laughs> Are you a good Santa or a bad Santa? And uh, I've seen black Santa outfits. They're pretty cool. Krampus is a pretty creepy concept, though. Yeah, um, which you can look into very easily so, nowadays.
0: Uh, Krampus a lot of times is, is depicted with horns.
1: He's very demonic looking. Yeah,
0: goat horns. Goat horns no, also. And yeah, goats were associated with this at one point.
1: Yes, hooves, right? Yeah, and he's very demonic looking and goat looking and and a little bit of dog with the snout and and teeth. Yeah. But, um, Krampus is also also, uh, depicted as a humanoid who has demonic features, which I think you said you saw a movie where a guy became Krampus for just 12 hours once a year.
0: Well, there's a Krampus movie, but then I saw um, Grimm, which is based on the fairy tales, but it's...
1: Which were horror stories, too. Yeah, yeah,
0: and this guy is, is in modern day... He can see beings that nobody else can see. And and this one guy, yeah, he would turn into Krampus and but he didn't remember it, he'd black out and
1: self-defense, I'm sure that makes sense.
0: That makes yeah, sense. so yeah,
1: crazy, crazy stuff. Almost all interpretations of Santa Claus are based mostly on Saturn or Odin, which are actually parallel deities. In two different cultures. One's Greek and one's Nordic.
0: Which is interesting because those countries are so far apart. That they would have. Such similar. <laughs> so it just makes you. Makes you go.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I was say, well, yeah. You want to go down that road, honey? Look how similar North American Indians are to Asians. Uh, their music. Their percussion. If you listen to their language without looking at it, listen to one person talk Navajo and listen to another person talking like Mandarin, it sounds nearly identical. But we'll just talk about that another time. But yeah, and that's my list of <laughs> you would travel far and wide. They're they're finding evidence of um, Nordic people coming to North America hundreds of years before Columbus did, and even hundreds of years before Eric the Red did. Yeah. So it's possible humans were much more uh, mobile than, than first supposed. But it's interesting that they influence each other so much. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder what was Saturn and what was Odin? Were these actually spiritual beings or were they highly mobile creatures that we're aware of a much more naive population on another planet. we oh. just lay that one at your feet folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are
0: God. Maybe it was horns, maybe it was antenna, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> back
1: here. These are antennas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have top of my horns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's some universality. Um these uh, Both Saturnalia and Odin uh, rode across the sky at night, um, uh, punishing evil and rewarding the good. Uh, let's see, Odin had a horse with eight legs on it. Um, children left carrots and hay uh, outside at night for his horse and in, uh, for food for his uh, sacred animal and Odin would leave treats for kids who did that. What else you got? Um, there's so much more, that's what I, but that's what comes to my mind. What what else, and There's even more.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, well, for one thing, let's see, we got, um, so, okay, sacrifice offerings were set out for the spirits. The king and queen of the underworld were out for the wild hunt. This is in scandinavian and germany um the wild hunt was where they were looking for beings from the spirit realm and so people were afraid that they would get picked up instead you know that oh you know and so um and these these hunts happened on the longest nights of the year right so again they would be inside yeah stay inside and that sort of thing um there's uh, also a lot of- Halloween traditions
1: in that part of the Christmas tradition. I don't know if you noticed that. There's a lot of um, going door to door. Yeah. Hitting up people for food and treats and wine while you're in costume. Also, <clears throat> the tradition that's even older that you just said <clears throat> about there's evil things flying around and you should stay inside because it's the most evil night of the year. These are all characterizations of Halloween and Samhain. Yeah. And
0: and some people saw it as the birth of the sun, that it was, you know. Um, Thor was in there somewhere. I had him. um, I got to remember. He, this is where the goats come in because he was seen. uh, Thor uh, had two goats. And he would sacrifice them every night and have dinner. And then they resurrect them the next day. And so during I'm this ghost. time, <laughs> I realize, hey, hey, he was recycling. I don't know. Reduce, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> reduce. Do reuse, what works.
1: Do what works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so people would sacrifice goats Yeah. in his honor, in honor of that. Yeah, and um, or to spray the blood
1: on themselves. They would um, spray the blood on themselves. Right. (laughs) Which Um, now you're talking about the traditions that come with communion in the modern eras. Ah. Taking communion of uh, sacrificial blood and flesh. That goes into uh, yeah, that goes into the communions you see in Christianity now.
0: Well, I would I never uh, even, get that either. This is the—I mean, I'd, even when Je- Jesus that, supposedly said it at the last, i like, really, did
1: you that, really? That really that, I know—that's a defining characteristic between the denominations about how real or actual or symbolic the the wine and bread actually is. That's the difference between Methodist and Baptist and Wesleyan and Church of England and Catholic and. Uh, Greek Orthodox and Jewish and well, I don't think Jewish do communion. No, <laughs> do Jewish do communion? I don't think they do. I think they do the weekly hollow bread and stuff like that instead. They bless the wine and bread, but not for consecration like that. Um, not for communion like that. But uh, yeah, you can see there's tie-ins for that too. Um, that you know they splattered themselves with blood and they drank the animal's blood and then ate the animal. For 12 days.
0: <laughs> Ooh, good time was had by all. Um, yeah. And. You
1: then, all were uh, burning, so everything was on the, uh, nothing was off the table. Everything was possible.
0: Also, the winter solstice is under the zodiac sign of Capricorn, which is the goat. The goat. It <laughs> also has a tail,
1: which is another, could be another <laughs> tie into the gene. the jesus age
0: (laughs) what i found was interesting in some of my research i found that some yule logs they said they've got to be made out of oak and other yule logs i think it was ash was the other i don't know if it was just because of where they were at the time
1: i would think that different cultures different geographies would evolve different belief systems i mean certain um communities think it has to be a certain type of bread to commune to commune with or a certain type of wine to commune with. Or that you can't use wine you can only use grape juice because alcohol is a no-no. So it yeah all wood, all wood is sacred. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then when you're talking about Yule, Walk, that's the biggest wood of all. <laughs> I am 53.
1: I am too old for this shit. <laughs> It's coming How much do you have? Woo-hoo! It comes back around no matter what I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amy, I'm glad you jumped in right now. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad you're cool, Amy.
0: <laughs> oh God. Um. But uh, uh, all right. So let's go down the checklist.
1: What else can we poke fun of about history?
0: Um. Reeds. Reeds Read. came from because oh, of. Yeah. Uh, uh, evergreen and, and pine was considered a good luck, those kinds of things, and the wheel was the wheel the of life, yeah, and yeah. and the fall of the sun and the return of the sun. <laughs> and Randy enjoys our comments, I can tell. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes, we are entertaining him.
1: <laughs> Randy's on board.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 then, um, there was uh, god, they had and they oh, god, <laughs> speaking of gods, they had the holly king that ruled over midsummer to yule, and then so he was god of the waning year, and then at yule he surrendered to the young oak king, which I think that's the tradition oh, right. where they had to have
1: the, the yule on thing came from, my- the yeah, air.
0: and then. His twin, who resided over, he and his twin resided over Yule to Midsummer. He has so, a twin. Yeah, twins.
1: So I don't know why another level of intrigue there and switch. Yeah. over.
0: I, I uh, couldn't find a whole lot know. on that. Um, but um, so evergreens were the the life that endures. Apples were used on trees, and they became ornaments. So, you
1: know, And that was part of the transition from that uh, Christian leaders at the time plugged into, they, because pa- trees are so important to pagans all the way around, all year round. They're symbolic mm-hmm. of a lot of things that are important to them, as well as the tree is sacred itself. Christians plugged into what the pa- pagans were already doing. They let the apples be, they renamed the apples to be symbolic of the Adam and Eve uh, debacle with the tree of life. And now we do red balls, which Randy already pointed out. Ornaments yeah. <laughs> are balls. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you are right on cue. <laughs> and he gets it too. Um, <laughs> it. Mistletoe that goes way back. It was started by the Druids, and they believed that it had powerful healing properties. Yeah. Um and
1: also fertility. It was,
0: it, because it lives <laughs> between the two worlds of the sky and the earth. Because mistletoe grows up high in trees. Really high in the
1: air. Yeah.
0: Yeah. White berries on the mistletoe represent fertility because of semen.
1: They look like drops of semen, much like we call it pearl necklace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know that, you just learned something else new, too. Uh, <laughs> And then
1: okay. mistletoe was used for um, remedies for infertility as well. So it was considered a fertility thing. So you were Baby saying says
0: it's a fungus. I hope she's talking about mistletoe and not. <laughs> <laughs> Get not your semen. fungus away from me.
1: <laughs> I heard that one, the fungus. Get it away from me.
0: <laughs> Is that an STD?
1: <laughs> It's a new std
0: (laughs) (laughs) um and then holly uh no i'm sorry that's mistletoe then holly yeah uh, had spikes to repel Mm -hmm. unwanted spirits yep newborn babies used to be sprinkled with holly Um. water (laughs) and um it's sacred to i don't know i don't know if it's It's pronounced a little different Holly or H O L L E, who's a god God. or underworld goddess, and symbolizes everlasting life, goodwill, potent life, and energy. So Holly represents this goddess, and the red berries on Holly represent feminine blood. So together and Holly represent sacred marriage, fertility. That sort of thing.
1: Okay. Feminine blood would be either the menses, menstruation, or if it's talking about marriage, you're talking about breaking the hymen and women bleeding for the first time. The first, when they first, in theory, when they first have sex. So that would be the feminine blood versus blood of Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that was another rebirth of the son and that sort of thing. Um, and people, when oh, they would see oh, the rebirth. forest yeah. druids yeah. when they were going around, they would show a sign of peace with the mistletoe. So if okay. you saw somebody going through, they would hold up the mistletoe and you'd let them, oh, okay. Peaceful, and fortune. Yeah. And then people started hanging it over their doorways as a symbol of peaceful home. So that's yeah. why we have it, you know. And then you got this fertility symbol hanging there. Well, maybe it's <laughs>
1: So, yeah, it's a segue to start kissing somebody. right yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, and I, I gotta, I gotta show this because I thought this was so funny. Uh, it's um, what is that? Is actually, it came from. Uh, <laughs> there is a website where you can get, you know, the fire burning fireplaces. Yeah. And this one is Jesus with a glass of wine and his dog. And you can actually get that to play on your television. What, what,
1: what does, do Jesus and the dog do anything or they just hang out? at?
0: It's it's like the fire will be crackling in the background and they're just sitting there. Evidently, I didn't go that deep into it, but they had other ones. Like you got one with, um. So
1: he's, the presence of Jesus is sitting there in your living room on your television along with the fireplace on your television. And you just have the presence of Jesus and his dog. Yeah. his Yule dog with his Yule log with the G-zog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a dog How are you all doing, Jesus? <laughs> is that blood?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard somebody say that to Jesus yet? <laughs> <laughs> what else are you gonna say to them <laughs> know, but that's not quite it but it's definitely all about the blood <laughs> no oh, I, I
0: have so many bad jokes I just love're
1: oh, just full bad jokes that we're just believe it or not we really are bypassing them
0: <laughs> I love though oh, here's a good one um what right. hippie <laughs> <It'd be> Jesus <laughs> Lily guys Tom. Some people might remember Lily Tomlin from years ago. She oh, yeah. had a character that she did called Edith Ann. Edith Ann, yes. in a
1: giant rocking chair.
0: And she goes, and she and said go. in one of her routines, she was a little girl. Yeah. Yes. And she said, I think Jesus has a halo and he uses it as a night light so he can read comic books in bed. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did yes <laughs> so yeah I always think about that when I think about Jesus and the halo and the
1: <laughs> I, <like laughs> <Halo. laughs> I kind of like that idea giving food for thought someday when all of ours are glowing again
0: <laughs> yes exactly so um, let's see uh, did you... okay did that the evergreens I'm trying to make sure I don't I've skipped anything. Um, right.
1: Randy says yeah. that's a hippie Jesus. And Amy, I think Amy named the dog ironically Spot. He <laughs> <laughs> said bad jokes are, in, are good. Oh, I noticed you know he what? didn't say are in good taste. I noticed he left it's that a word dog, off.
0: Dog and dog spelled backwards is? God. And you can have Jesus and God in the song. Have Jesus, Jesus and God <laughs> and
1: what? The- Iris, you're a genius, honey. Awesome. <laughs> For all the deaf people. <laughs> oh <the> sign language. <laughs> uh. <She's incredible. laughs> so, uh. Yes, you do. You've got the earth god and the Jesus and the Yule log. Man, you've got. All the major modern rel- Western religions right there in one photo. <laughs> one video. She and you shot her right to the creators and say, I see you. I know what you did. I know what you're
0: doing there. I
1: see what you're doing there.
0: Yeah, you're doing there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
0: horrible. Oh, All right. So, next okay. question? so bringing it up to more modern times, well, yes. somewhat. Um the Puritans, when they were in England, they didn't like celebrating Christmas. Um, and yes, Randy, I believe you're right. God is a comic, he has a good sense of humor. Um, so (laughs) um and I say he as as a loose term. (laughs) Yeah, in our in
1: our generation, he is a neutral ed is a neutral verb or noun.
0: But um (laughs) um they didn't like the christmas celebrations because they thought that um it was sacrilegious basically and that you know you shouldn't be feasting and partying and doing all this stuff
1: you know and and not celebrating god per se right?
0: right and so
1: um we think there was a distraction from honoring god
0: and so when they came to the new world One of the first things they did was like build one of their first structures instead of celebrating christmas on christmas day they were building and toiling away just to kind of yeah thumbing their nose up and um they um that was they kept whining about it basically and and, um the christmas observance was outlawed in Boston in 1659. But the ban was revoked in 1681. So uh, that was roughly 22 years later by an English appointed governor. But it wasn't until the mid-19th century that celebrating Christmas became fashionable in the Boston region. uh, By <clears throat> by the time the Declaration of Independence in 1776, it wasn't a widely celebrated holiday, um, and Christmas was not proclaimed a holiday by U.S. Congress until 1870.
1: 1870, that means it's only been about 150 years.
0: That we've really recognized we really it recognize and celebrated like we do.
1: This the way we sell, which is our point for the whole show. The way we celebrate Christmas now is actually quite new, in the fact that the whole concept started over a thousand over. Sorry, before Jesus, about three thousand years ago.
0: Yeah, and then you know, and the Christians were trying to get, trying to convert the pagans. So one way of doing that was well. Yeah, we'll we'll take we'll take on what you do, and we'll call it our own. And then you can keep doing what you do, but now you're doing it for Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you your word for cross pollinating. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, um, yeah. And I wanted to mention because we were talking about Santa and Krampus earlier. There were different. Santa was like all over the place as far as before he, he was wearing a tan jacket. Then he was wearing a red jacket. You know, he was with a goat. He was with reindeer. He was thin. He was heavy. In
1: Europe, Europe he was a witch. Yeah. He was a saint. Another one's. He was just a fat daddy. He was, then he was, you said some of them had him haggard and thin as well.
0: He wasn't always fat. Right. Right. And so, um, What got him more popularized was Coca-Cola commissioned an artist to draw Santa in 1931. For their advertising. Yeah, for advertising purposes. And the artist used the poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas for the concept. You know,
1: it was Operation.
0: A droll chin and a don't, don't chin. Your
1: belly 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 full of jelly or something yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, and um nose
1: like a cherry, right?
0: <clears throat> so yeah. after Coca-Cola released that, he became very popular and that's the one that most Looking people right use yes and uh <laughs> this is my artwork I
1: made he hit this is a gourd and he gorgeous <laughs> he's gorgeous ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I made him like back in 06 07 08 Aww. let's see if I can get his face straight for you but
0: yeah. No, it did a good job on the ears too. I like that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, like she's admiring his ears. That's so cute.
0: But <laughs> you know, ears are tough. That's why you yeah, know. they are.
1: They are. Noses are tough, but for some reason his nose came out really well. And his uh that's puff paint for his little beard. Fuzzy. That's actually a gourd. That is like a little pom-pom, but I kinda like it. But yes. I have I have a whole series of gourds. That I've painted into Buddha type beings, and this is Santa Buddha. There was a native, there was a shaman, Native American shaman Buddha, a Jesus Buddha, a Magdalene Buddha. Uh, of course, I've done Gautama Buddha as well as the Laughing Buddha and the Gold Buddha. Um, I also did a Bubba Buddha. Oh my gosh! He's he's downstairs. David took a shine to that when we were dating. So Bubba Buddha. And Santa Booter with me and other people have bought the other sculptures I made years ago. How? I, I have a photograph of them all together. I'll share that with you sometime. Yeah. Uh, this little guy sits in the decorations, so he comes out once a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable. Thank you. And I should. Uh, speaking of that, you showed you showed me this earlier.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> Um, oh,
0: Santa <laughs> <holidays. laughs> <Stand to> meditating <laughs> with the sun behind him. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: The star.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder how
1: many rays there are if you count them. Might be 12, might be 13. No, there's uh, more than that. There's yeah. Than that. <laughs> but I call that Zen Buddha. Uh, Zen Santa.
0: <laughs> I call it <that> Zen Santa. <laughs> Buddha, Santa, you know. They're
1: all solid. As far as I'm concerned. Um, A lot of interpretations about what the real purpose of Santa Claus was, which we also talked about off camera. (laughs) Oh! Relative to the children population.
0: Yeah. Well, go ahead. You went there. Bring it up.
1: Just a little bit. There's a couple of different ways. There's some um, off mainstream interpretations about what Santa Claus is. And, To avoid being banned from YouTube or Facebook, I'm not going to mention some things. However, I will remind a lot of people who watch Saturday Night Live back in the 70s and early 80s. Do you guys remember Dana Garvey? And he did the church lady who spoke out against who?
0: Satan! (laughs) Satan!
1: And then at Christmas time, Dana Garvey's character went on to talk about the similarities between Santa, even his name, one letter moves, and Santa becomes Satan, the letter N moves, and a lot of other characteristics. And it was all said in good humor and good fun. But in future shows, Iris and I are going to do uh, more reveals based on television and based on movies. And that might end up being one of them. But as our audience wishes, feel free to go enjoy some of the reruns of that from Dana Garvey doing the church lady and see what she has to say about Santa. And those of you that are into conspiracy theory, you're going to get a kick out of this (laughs) in another way. Yeah, and when
0: and just to to in case anybody's wondering, um, a reveal. There is a and try not to delve too much because I, I don't want to take up too much time on it. But a reveal is when we, the general population, is shown things
1: in a limited that, way,
0: in a limited way that is real, but they go, Oh, that's in that interesting, or Oh. They yeah, and it and it's just and it just kind of goes over people's heads. But it's sort of a requirement to in cosmic
1: law. Yeah. In
0: cosmic law to tell us what's going on. And if you're paying attention, you pick up these reveals in movies and in television. And so we are going to do a couple of shows. We'll, we'll probably do at least one in January. Um and it depends on uh, what happens between here and there. yeah Yeah. and then um i wanted to mention we've got um december 23rd is next week's show and we're going to talk about god we did jesus today (laughs) we're going to talk about god (laughs) yeah and and basically you know uh the the tagline for it is belief in a Power greater than ourselves doesn't mean that we have to lock it away or be distant from it. And that's kind of what we're gonna explore. Separatism
1: um, of those theories are not necessary. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so so that's gonna be our show for next week. Um, I'm already working on January's, but um and, and Margaret, I'm gonna take a leap of faith here because I hadn't really talk to you about this and you can mix it if you want but i thought for december 30th since it's a new year let's talk about manifesting Yay. yes
1: absolutely <laughs> That's, your ideas for this have been sparkling the whole way absolutely yeah also give a quick shout out we've got courtney uh courtney hudson also known as courtney shaw before she got married yes <laughs> Is going to be a guest on our show in January and probably February too.
0: Yes, she's coming um, January 13th.
1: Yay! Courtney is a multi talented, uh, big hearted, fun, beautiful lady, very wise, and a load of fun to talk to and hang out with. So we got another fun person coming in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So lots of good shows coming up. We hope you'll stick with us. Be sure to follow us. I'm, I apologize that the we had the glitch and didn't show up on Facebook, but I'll post the video on Facebook later. Um, we uh, Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, like, um, w- you know, like, follow, and subscribe, whatever. And we're also on Spotify and iTunes. iTunes. Yeah, that's <laughs> second. And yeah. Uh, um, Uh, yeah, we want to get the word out, share, 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 tell other people, um, if you enjoyed this show, let people know about it and share the link, please. (laughs) And, uh, I think we've got some interesting stuff coming up. So join Mm -hmm. us next week for the, um, uh, the God talk.
1: (laughs) We're going to have some conversations about God.
0: (laughs) Yes, maybe with God. Join in. We certainly can. <laughs> Everyone will. <laughs> All right. So, thank y'all so much for being here. We appreciate it. Love seeing our returning friends and making new friends, and greatly appreciate everybody being here. Have a, a good week, and we'll see you next week.
1: Beautiful holiday, guys. Night, night. Namaste. Namaste.
0: Thank you for joining us for The Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross-Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons. You can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash eyes of indigo. Copyright 2020, Iris Carter and Margot Ross-Sears.